You are listening to the Hodges Huddle, where we discuss all things happening in the wide world of sports. Here is your KLSU sports team. Welcome in to the Hodges Huddle. I'm your host, Nathan Long. I'm joined today by Jordan Dove and Ronald Riggs, also known as the Shop Boys. How you doing today, gentlemen? I'm feeling great. I like that. I'm ready to rename this Shop podcast Boys. the Shop Boys. Uh, that, I like there, that. that was what Wilton, like Wilton was the one who started that for Is us. Is that right? right? Yes, because he said we were talking shop, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I originally said it and then he took it because oh. he had never heard that before. He got stolen. <laughs> yeah. Darn. Should have copyrighted it faster. Uh, I'm telling you. All right. <laughs> we are gonna Today we're going to talk about um, the past couple of weeks of NFL free agency. Um, we're going to st- first talk about what the Saints have done because we're biased. And we'll talk about the entire league, and finally, we'll uh, rank our top five free agent signings of all time for the NFL. So we'll start with the Saints. So far, the Saints have signed Marcus Williams to a franchise tag. They re-signed quarterback Jameis Winston, defensive back P.J. Williams. They also did other smaller re-signings. As for new guys, they signed Chiefs pass rusher Tano Passigno. That's how it's pronounced. I learned that today. Um, and Jason Vanette from the Seahawks, and a fullback. That's championship-winning move right there, getting Alex Arma. Um, before we get into what they lost, what was the best move by the Saints so far? Whether that be signing, re-signing, letting someone walk, Jared Cook, <laughs> Ronald. Uh, it probably have to be uh, re-signing Marcus Williams. As um, as people have known, uh, Saints secondary has been horrible for years, and free safety is probably the most important uh, position on the defense, as it's the last line of the defense. And they're also responsible for uh, getting the call to the linebacker who has to get the call to the uh, D-line to have make sure they're set. So, uh, yeah, Marcus Williams. Jordan? Yeah, I'd have to agree um, with Ronald, although I hate to say but when I think about Saints free agency so far, like I can only think about like what we've lost instead of what we've gained. So, you know, I'm hoping for a few more moves. But in terms of what they've done so far, probably Marcus Williams. I am going to complete the trio here. I agree. Marcus Williams getting him back. I'm thinking they've talked about that. They're going to hash out a long-term deal as well. Um, That's great news because, I mean, aside from obviously the one slip-up we all know him for, Marcus Williams has been a godsend. Like, people forget. I mean, when people complain about Marcus Williams, they forget what pre-2017 Saints defensive backs looks like. Even the Super Bowl year, it was really bad. They would just get picks. That was the only thing that saved them. So I really think Marcus Williams was by far the most important move. But like I said before, getting a fullback, hey man, that's how you win. <laughs> that's how you win. Just kidding. Well, they lost a bunch of players, as uh, Jordan alluded to. Trey Hendrickson to the Bengals, Janoris Jenkins to the Dolphins, Emmanuel Sanders to the Bulls, Josh Hill to the Lions, Jared Cook to the Chargers. Thank the Lord. Sheldon Rankins and Justin Hardy to the Jets. What was the biggest loss for the Saints? Ronald. I'd probably have to say Justin Hardy as having a gunner that can do what Hardy did was really, really clutch as even if the punt like isn't the greatest punt, if the gunner is right there to stop him in his tracks, then I mean, you know. I'm really mad you took that because I thought I was going to sound really smart and unique. <laughs> but you took that. No, okay, I, I was going to say Justin Hardy, but I'll change mine now. But I will say of him, I've never seen a gunner get defended the way he does. I mean, they are playing off coverage against him like 30 yards down the field. It is the most insane stuff I've ever seen. Like, go look at some of the stuff Nick Underhill has said about yeah. done about Justin Hardy. It's nuts. Jordan, biggest loss. Yeah, I'm not going to sound unique, but to me, it was Jackrabbit, honestly, because you're always trying to, the Saints are always trying to build that secondary, and just when you think you have it right, you know, they release him. Um, 
think he had in in total. I think he had something like fourteen starts with the Saints. He had uh, four picks during that time. And man, I I really thought he was going to stay, but to release him, I think really really hurts that secondary. That's probably the biggest, uh, like I think the biggest name loss they had. I guess you could say. Um, I I guess Trey Hendrickson as well. But I I was really never a fan of paying him a ton of money because it he's likely a one year wonder if we're being honest. You know, we've seen guys like this before that have that one great year. I mean, Vic Beasley, right? Yeah. Oh, Lord, Vic Beasley. Um, I think Josh Hill's a big loss as well, but I do think they did a good job replacing him with Nick Vanette. Um, what else would you like to see the Saints do during the offseason, Ronald? Anything else before the draft? Uh, maybe get another cornerback, too, since uh, Janoris Jenkins is gone. Mm-hmm. Jordan. Yeah, find a replacement for him. I agree. Sure. You have you have to get uh, a, you can't go into the draft expecting to find a, find a cornerback too because guys like Marshawn Lattimore who you can plug in as a rookie and they're great they're few and far between that doesn't happen usually they're gonna struggle you need to get somebody like they said T J Carey I don't know if y'all know much about him but apparently he was good for the Colts next year or last year and the Saints were looking into them yeah. um, forever Lattimore there's a Stanley Jean Baptiste oh, my lord. Is that the worst draft pick in Saints history? Uh, that would be... It might be. Because it was a second-round pick, so it's a high pick. Mm. But like he never even started a single game as a second-round pick. Rick Leonard was terrible a couple years ago. Yeah, I can't think of anything worse. I'd put Davenport there. Wow, okay. Two, fir- okay, <laughs> two first-rounders, you can't... Like, I, wouldn't, just, I wouldn't put him there. Just because it's two first-rounders, I'd put him there. I guess that makes sense. Jordan... By the way, Kerry last year, two starts, two picks, and a touchdown, and hey. a fumble recovery. There you go. Boom. Put them in. It's better than nothing. Mm. Uh, actually, I kind of want to ask this question because it, it is a little off topic, but uh, worst draft pick. Jordan, do you have any thoughts on who the worst Saints draft pick ever? All time? All time. Oh, my gosh. You could you could go down I mean, you could go back. You? I'm sure there's somebody in the 60s, oh, they, 70s, they blew 80s it, <laughs> that we just don't know. Ricky Williams. <laughs> <laughs> Man, but that—you know what? That's that, that's got to be the answer with how much we gave. That up. was one where it looked good going in. I mean, Heisman winner. He had a solid know? career, though. Um, just and, not with and, the Saints. Can we talk about that for a second? Why do we ruin Heisman's careers? Ingram was good. Werfel was, was going to be terrible he, regardless. He's like one of few. George Rogers was really good, except he liked crack. I think, and not that, as good <laughs> as he could have been. Yeah, but he was really good. He was a rookie of the year, so he was good. All right, we're getting really off topic. <laughs> um, do you think like the brain dead NFL media and believe the Saints will utterly collapse this year? Uh, no, as the Saints didn't really lose any true starters outside of Jackrabbit. Jackrabbit was the only one that I felt like. And maybe Jared Cook, but I mean, you yeah. know. Adam Troutman season, yeah. big fish. Yep. Jordan? It's hard to say. I, I still want a few more signings. You know, I can only think about what we've lost for. Yeah, the only big star was Jack Rabbit, but it's like, what's the best you can do right now? Like, I, I've kind of lowered my expectations for them yeah, but next like, season. I saw a power ranking, for example, earlier today, post-free agency power ranking. Mm-hmm. And the Saints at 17. Yeah, I, saw, I think, think I saw Saints that too. You think the Saints are the 17th league and the 17th best team in the league? They dropped it, from top five to They had the like biggest 16, drop of 17, anybody. yeah. yeah. They were below the Vikings. So that might be pushing it. I can see your point there. Mm-hmm. But if they don't make any like new signings, I I don't expect much for next no. year, honestly. Just I'm, me personally. You know what? I'm going to say... They'll be like in the middle of the pack. Uh, 12 and 5. 
11 and 6. Not even that. I don't no, think. I, I, I don't think they do worse than that. There's no way. I, I'm going to say mean, there's we no got, way. We got a first, we got a second, and two thirds. We'll be all right. Yeah, we'll be fine. And trust me, those four are going to be packaged. We're picking in the top 10, boys. <laughs> they, you don't give us that many early picks and expect us not to trade up. It's Justin gonna... Fields season. <laughs> <laughs> I would kill for Justin Fields. Um, any final thoughts on the Saints and free agency, Ronald? Uh, I mean, another player I uh, was sad to see go was Sheldon Rankins, but I mean, mm-hmm. ever since the 2018 divisional playoff game when he tore his Achilles, like, he's he not been the same, been the same at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd just like to see a few more moves, honestly. Yeah, I'm more excited for the draft. I got my Mike Tillier draft. Hopefully a good draft pick. I'm real excited yeah. for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Drafts is always way more exciting than free agency, and it doesn't make sense because, really, you get better players in free agency than the draft, usually. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, we'll move on to the rest of the league. Um, quite a few big deals go down. We saw the Patriots go wild. I don't know what the heck they were doing. They signed Hunter Henry, Johnny Smith, Kendrick Bourne, Nelson Aguilar, Matt Judon, and David Devon Gashow, former LSU Tiger, go Tigers. The Washington football team signed Fitzmagic, along with Curtis Samuel. <laughs> uh, New York Giants signed wide receiver Kenny Galladay. Chiefs signed Joe Thune. The cap space is a myth. Just remember that. The Browns signed John Johnson, the guy who picked off Drew in the 2018 NFC Championship game when he got hit in the face and no call. Yeah, of course. And the Broncos signed Kyle Fuller. Which move, whether it be one of the ones I named or not, has been your favorite so far? If mm-hmm. you don't have an idea off the top of your head. Uh, mine is um, Joe Tooney, and that's because after the Super Bowl, everybody could see it. Uh, Mahomes is running for his life every play. And he even said in the interview that some plays he made that he was trying to do too much and some plays the offensive line wasn't giving him anything to do with. And just getting Joe Thune like another guard is just, they had to do it. And you guys saw about, um, Ronald, you saw about uh, Mitchell Schwartz and Eric Fisher. They cut both like, their tackles. They needed to get cut. somebody big in free yeah. agency. Because they had surgeries and... They're not going to wait around, you know, yeah, even for so. a guy like Eric Fisher, who's been there for, what, five wait, years, so something like that? He could probably be the worst number one pick in history. Eric, Eric Fisher? Fisher? No, yeah. no, no. He was okay. Okay, but like... No, yeah. Okay. You're one. talking like Leaf or someone like that. Yeah, Ryan worst. Leaf wasn't a Okay, that's pick. not a quarterback. That's not a quarterback. Okay. Not a, yeah, those are rare. I guess that would make sense, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ricky Williams. No, Ricky Williams was third. Uh, well, actually, Ricky I Williams put, was third. We need to lay off of Ricky Williams. <laughs> Give him a break. <laughs> Look, he went to Texas. Horns yeah. down. Hey. Hey, he we, was great we, at Texas. We, we will always get in one making fun of Texas joke. It's going to happen every <laughs> podcast. So, uh, Jordan, what would be your favorite move so far? My favorite move? Of any team. That is a really good question. Because um, I'm on I'm on Ronald's boat here. I He keeps taking my answers, and it's making me pretty <laughs> mad. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. Man, that's a really good question. There have been a lot so far. I got a whole list in front of me, and say Fitzmagic or you're a coward. Fitzmagic, I can't say it. I can't say that one. He's he's a guy that's super overrated. Man, I'm scared. Whoever the <laughs> new quarterback's going to be there, that they like the, they draft someone or because mm-hmm. like they, he's just going to get hurt. That's how it always goes. Or he's going to be Jameis Winston and do something inappropriate and mm-hmm. suspended. It's, it's going to happen. I'll tell you the one I'm interested to see is the whole you know Rams and Lions deal. Like how oh. do, how do they how does uh, Stafford, Stafford and Goff how do they yeah. how do they adapt in so those that's, so would systems? you say that's your favorite move? I don't know if it's my favorite, but it's the one I'm more most interested. I in. I think it's the, my favorite for the Lions mm-hmm. or for the uh, for the Rams. I mean, because I feel like 
the Lions got a terrible quarterback with a terrible contract. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the draft picks they got with it aren't going to be very high anyway. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go out of the park here. I, in terms of all free agency, getting back Jameis Winston, probably my favorite move because I believe in this man. Um, I think I like I said. I think the Saints won't have much of a drop off, and I'm really excited to see what he can do in this. In the Saints offense. Is he going to be eating some more W's this year? <sighs> yeah, more than eating Tampa. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm saying it. Look, I there's only two quarterbacks that have ever, or now three actually, that came out of the draft that I were really high on since I, was a, since I started watching the draft. Mm-hmm. It was Jameis Winston, it was Baker Mayfield, and it was Joe Burrow. Logan's really happy about that. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I will give you another one, yeah. like one, another one I'm interested in. I can't really pick a favorite, but... Um, Tennessee brought in uh, Bud Dupree mm-hmm. and Dennis Autry on that D line. Yeah, so the, that'll be a pretty good pairing. I'll be interested to see that. Mm-hmm. I just don't think they win anything with Tannehill at quarterback. No. And they, they don't still have Clowney, do they? Clowney's gone. No, yeah. he's gone. Yeah. And good riddance. He was terrible. Yeah, we almost got him. He almost gave up a second round pick. Oh, you'd be him. changing your tune real quick if he was with the Saints. No, right? no, 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 no. He's terrible. <laughs> no, trust me. I'll criticize Saints that are bad. Jared Cook. Ronald is I've uh, at that man more than any other person in history. Is Clowney the worst number one pick? He could be. He could be. <laughs> no way. He no. made a couple uh, problems. I was I was completely over. His yeah, time no. with the Texans was good. Yeah, he did get injured for like, like a his year. rookie year, but he had one good year. True. And every other year he was injured. Yeah, we keep getting off. Topic. That was supposed to be the pairing. Was <laughs> all right. JJ all right. <laughs> uh, which team? Yeah, they they could have been great together. I don't mm-hmm. know what happened there. Which team was your overall biggest winner in free agency? Because I'll, I'll say mine first. I'll go Buccaneers. Not because they did anything. I don't even think they signed anyone, but they re-signed everyone on their Super Bowl roster. They're returning all 22 starters. That hasn't happened in quite a long time. Um, and if your roster was good enough to win a Super Bowl last year, assuming Tom Brady doesn't Peyton Manning himself or Drew Brees this year himself, uh, they'll be in contention next year. Although, you know what? They'll lose the NFC South and make a run as a wild card. Watch that happen. Who's your biggest winner, Ronald? Uh, I'm going to say two teams, and those are the Colts and the Rams. I agree with the Rams a lot. Can, I, can I, I ask s- you about the Colts? Okay, so, as you know, I love to slander Carson Wentz. However, uh, um, By can, the way, I'm asking because I might agree with you. So I love to slander Carson Wentz, but he completes them. Like, he makes them, like, over the top. Like, he, he can get them to the uh, conference championship. And I agree. I don't, know, I don't know about the conference championship, but he can get in the playoffs, and the yeah. reason why is because Indy's O-line is insane. I mean, Phillip Rivers got into the playoffs last year. Yeah. The guy could drag their corpse Without to the playoffs. Yeah. yeah, and Wentz with a great o not only like a good O-line now, because in Philly it was awful, but maybe the best in NFL. It, it's going to be interesting to see. I think he can give them a winning record and go to the playoffs. AFC title, eh, we'll see. I don't know about that, but... I don't know if I trust many teams in the AFC, so you know what? Why not? I could see like six teams making it there, and then the Chiefs will be there for sure, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, Jordan, biggest winner? Uh, Cardinals, Matt Prater. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. I'm going to go Tampa here because just because they're keeping everyone. Um, I, I, I don't know how they do this uh, with the cap. And, and, they ex- and they extended Brady's contract. Cap's not real. I'm telling you that much. Cap is not real. I guess not. It's a total myth. But lo- when you can keep everyone, especially when you just won the title, like, yeah. I've said this before. I love that all the other teams are finally catching up to what the Saints have been doing for a decade. Mm-hmm. It's it's like watching a baby take their first steps. It's right. just adorable. You know what I mean? <laughs> Saying their first words. 
like ghost years on top of ghost years and and contract extent it's all stuff that Mickey Loomis has been doing I mean basically since 03 mm-hmm. <laughs> since he became the GM you mind uh, if I ask you something real quick, Nathan? Go for are, it. Are there any like new hirings you're really interested in, like in coaching, GM, all that stuff? Not right. Uh, in terms of the Saints, mm-hmm. losing Terry Fontenot mm-hmm. is a little worrying. Um, he's a very smart guy. I think he's, he's going to the Falcons now, uh, which I wish you nothing but failure, Terry. Like <laughs> I, I want you to Ryan Pace this, although I never liked Ryan Pace, so I was not sad when he left. Mm-hmm. Um Aside from for coaching, not really. There's nothing. I this was a very bland. Dude, Jacksonville is interesting. <sighs> we Urban we Meyer, finally get to see I Urban just, Meyer in the in the pro game. Like that's gonna be interesting. This dude w- had like heart problems because he was losing one game a year. He's going to die in Jacksonville. Oh man, like he's dead. <laughs> um. Yeah. No. I I'm not very intrigued because I don't think Urban Meyer is going to translate very. That well actually again, is interested. Uh. Two. Guys who are used to winning their entire lives, Trevor Lawrence and Urban Meyer, are like going to a known losing franchise. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. That's gonna that's gonna be an interesting pairing. Um, God bless Trevor Lawrence's soul. Mm-hmm. He was trying so bad to look bad late in the season, trying to get <laughs> trying to get another to get the Jacksonville Jaguars to pass on him, go for Mac Jones instead. Um, who's y'all's biggest loser? If y'all don't have one, I got mine. Um, I do too. I'll say mine real quick. Uh, the Bengals, yep. because you have Joe Burrow stuck behind an offensive line that was terrible last year, and you signed Trey Hendricks into a four-year, sixty million dollar deal or whatever it was. What are you doing? What are you doing? You have to make you you sign three offensive linemen. You overpay for them. You get them on your roster. You draft two of them, and you go whichever ones of you are the best are starting. I don't care. We have to make sure our quarterbacks' knees don't turn inside out again. And you rehired your old O line coach. Yeah, <laughs> from like two years ago. Not not from like ten years ago. From like two years ago, mm-hmm. he took a quick break and now he's back. Yeah, I, I Frank I, Polak. Talk a little bit more about the Bengals if you have anything else to say, Jordan. I don't. They're going to be like the least improved team this upcoming season. If, Nothing has changed. Like these, I was excited. These to rumors see. about trying to get Jamar Chase. If they do that, they're the stupidest organization ever. I love Jamar Chase, but it'd be good fan Trev, service, but Panay Sewell. Yeah. Now. It'd be good fan service, but it doesn't help the team. Yeah, it's it's so dumb. By the way, Jamar Chase, best receiver in the draft. Yeah. That's not even a question at this Can't point. Nobody I'm not has, even biased. Nobody like, has I'm, him below Devonta. If you do, you're crazy. I am the most honest sports fan. I'm not even biased. He's he is the, the best receiver in the draft. <laughs> Can't wait to see him tomorrow. All right. So who's your biggest with Lamar? <laughs> Did you say with no, I said tomorrow at Pro Day. Oh, I thought you said Lisa, wish let's go see Lamar Jackson. Lamar. <laughs> and I was like, No, do you want to ruin that man's career? Facts. Lamar slander. <laughs> you have so much Lamar it. slander on your Twitter, Ronald. I love it. But, All right, uh, Ronald, biggest loser. My biggest loser is probably the Eagles. For one, you trade Wentz, which, I mean, no problem there, but you don't get a first-round pick back. That also, was baffling to me. Also, you fired Doug Peterson, which, I mean, that's okay, but the reason you fired him is because he didn't have, like, control or something. Yeah, and then the guy, I, you I hired, it. the guy you hired in his place went to the uh, press camp, uh, the press conference, uh, bombed it. So, I mean, I, I really want to see, like, how they do. Yeah, I I'm very interested in seeing. I think the Eagles are going to be one of the worst Actually, teams in the league next year. <laughs> can I can I change that? Yeah, biggest loser is Texans. 
for the second straight year. Uh, why? Because uh, Deshaun Ra- hey, Watson. Hey, UGM, though. <laughs> Can't yeah. get much worse. <laughs> it's like there's, there's – I don't see why anybody would want to play there. It's just not – they're not in a bad – they're not in a good place. They don't have a first-round pick. It's just – I can't believe they don't have a first round pick and you're the, how ever since Hopkins they gave up Hopkins it's just been a huge like downhill plunge ever since for that them. Chiefs game yeah yeah that's when it really all started right mm-hmm. there yeah no the I agree the Texans are terrible hey but they got the Saints second all time leading rusher he's in second he if he didn't do drugs he would have been the first but he missed three games due to suspension um. But I, I, that was probably their best move was getting a washed up Mark Ingram. <laughs> Is that their best move, right? Yes. So they let Will Fuller walk, which I mean, good. He they were they would have to overpay <coughs> to keep him, and I wouldn't want Will Fuller anyway that much. Where did he go? I forgot. The Dolphins. Yeah, he went to the Dolphins, I think. Um. So I guess we we can move on. I guess any final thoughts on NFL free agency as a whole? That's weird how the Texans and Dolphins always do business with each other. Yeah, they do. Anything? Jordan, anything? They final might have something under the table. <laughs> a little deal. Deal. Like to Payola. Everything else. That's I'll right. Say, <laughs> I'll say one last thing. This has been one of the most boring NFL free agencies, in my opinion. I w- yeah, I wish there was like that big move that like, there, I mean, yeah. the, the Rams-Lions deal was pretty interesting. Yeah, but that happened but like a month and a half ago. Yeah, that was a long time ago. Like, yeah. as of recent, nothing really. I mean, like, the biggest move this offseason was, what, Kenny Galladay? Yeah. And they overpay. I mean, he's making almost as much as Michael Thomas. You're paying Kenny Galladay. But, I mean, you kind of had to You had to. But, like, mm-hmm. also, wide receiver is the most, one of the easiest positions to replace. Um, so, I'm a little shocked they paid that much for Kenny Galladay. I would have understood if it was the Detroit Lions overpaying to keep him. That's different when you overpay to keep someone than going out in free agency and getting someone new who you have no idea who will, how they will mesh with your offense. Okay, I guess we'll move on to ranking the top five free agent signings of all time in NFL history. Just like all our rankings, we'll count down from five to one. Um, and we are going to start with Jordan. Jordan, give us me, give us your number five. Start with me. Yeah. Honored. Switching it up. I am going to go. I'm going to go an interesting one. Probably one of the more underrated players in NFL history, but Curtis Martin in 1998 to the New York Jets. That's an interesting one. Curry Robinson. That's yeah. There you go. He uh, he spends you know his first few years in New England, goes to uh, the Super Bowl. They lose to the Packers. Spends one more year there. Parcells leaves, goes to New York. He follows Parcells. Um, in you know free agency, signs with the Jets, and in eight years in New York, runs for over ten thousand yards. Um, and I also rank these kind of like in in terms of impact, right? So in 1997, New York went nine and seven. They signed uh, Curtis Martin. 1998, 12 and four, divisional title and an AFC title appearance. So that's how I was kind of ranking was like impact what they did for the team. So Curtis Martin, I think top five. Do you think Curtis Martin regretted signing with the Jets, knowing what ended up happening in New England? Probably. Yeah, I think he did. I'm sure. Yeah, he probably. At really the regret- time, the Jets were looking a little bit better. Yeah, no, the, I didn't really. <laughs> The Bledsoe didn't look very good, to be yeah. honest with you. Oh, that's another Bledsoe. <laughs> <laughs> Relating it to the Pelicans. <laughs> Ronald, who's your number five? Uh, my number five is uh, rest in peace, Reggie White. I, I agree with yeah. you. Actually, that's my number five as well. Um, 
You, you talk about impact. I mean, yeah. the impact he brought to the Packers was just yeah. immutable. Yeah, people think of uh, Brett Favre when they think of that team, but, uh, I mean, that defense, like... They don't win nothing without The him. most dominant uh, defensive player in probably the league's history. In terms of, yeah, being dominant... I mean, I think him and Aaron Donald are yeah. the only two defensive players I've ever oh, seen. Oh, you got to put Bruce Smith up there, too. 200 sacks. Hmm. You got to put him up there. Come on. And in terms of dominance, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I'd put him up there. All right. I, I guess we'll move on real quick. Uh, <laughs> uh, number four, Jordan. Well, we're actually staying on the topic because uh, number four is Reggie White oh, there for you me go. as well. Yeah. Philly to, to Green Bay. He had 124 sacks in Philly, then 68 How did Philly and a half. let him go? Hmm? How did Philly let him go? I think he wanted to leave, honestly. Did he? I didn't think yeah. he wanted to leave. I didn't hear anything about yeah, that. Yeah, he did. After um, his best friend Jerome Brown died in a car accident, uh, he like had to leave. Mm-hmm. He was yeah. like exploring options, and the story goes, as Mike Holmgren says it, is like he was looking for options, and you know, Reggie White said that God would tell him, you know, where to go. And so Mike Holmgren called him and said, this is God, come to Green Bay. Are you and that's And that's what happened. And he went to Green Bay. That's genius, and had, dude. Uh, like, yeah. And then, of course, the Super Bowl had three sacks. I agree with you, Ronald. They don't win without that defense. No, not at all. But, yeah, number four for me. Number four, Ronald? Uh, my number four is another guy who uh, changed the culture of a franchise, and that's Kurt Warner. Um, went to the Cardinals after, was he with the Giants? He was with the Giants as a backup for a year yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. went there had probably one of the greatest postseason runs of all time in 08 man i wish the cardinals won that super bowl yeah with one of the greatest super bowls ever super bowl 43 that's and top five i, think I rank that, that no, one number one in our ranking yeah. one of the easily one of the greatest of all time um through that pick though yeah <laughs> was probably, probably a top three play in, in super bowl history it's, it's really he how did on they the not wrong get end. him I, I, that's a fat man running how, with the ball. Even with even with Larry Fitz running, you know, out of bounds yeah. to catch him, and they still don't get him. Yeah. Like it's James Harris. Yeah, <laughs> he's, strong, mean, he's strong, but he's not but fast. He's not fast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All you gotta do is, you know, I'm sure you trip someone. Doesn't matter how big they are. If they lose their balance, it's over. I, I still don't understand how they didn't bring him down. Uh, number four for me is Tom Brady, uh, one of the more recent ones. Um, he hasn't. He's one year, one Super Bowl. He's basically done everything he can. Um, depending on what he does next year um, and the year after, that he could definitely easily rise up these rankings, in my opinion. Number three, Jordan. Yeah, you know, I, I was actually thinking about that one. That's a, that's a really good pick. But I, I also like, you know, kind of longevity and, you know, what they did. So, um, so far he's on the way, though. I mean, yeah. one, one year, one title. I think, yeah, all five of mine won Super Bowls with their franchises. Mm-hmm. Um. Number three for me was one of the biggest of last decade. It was Peyton Manning in 2012, uh, Indianapolis to Denver, obviously. He goes to Denver and kind of has like a second life. You remember in 2011, had the neck surgery, sat out the whole year. Mm -hmm. Goes to Denver, four years, three Pro Bowls, MVP in 2013, which is still one of the greatest seasons of all time. He still should have broken Breeze's record. That was a backwards pass. One yard, (laughs) one yard. But the touchdown, he had 55 touchdown passes yeah, yeah. that season. Four seasons in Denver, three Pro Bowls, 17,000 yards, 140 touchdowns, and a Super Bowl, which was their first since um, 98. It broke that drought. Yeah. But um, what is that was Denver a huge having free bad quarterbacks, Like broken down bad quarterbacks and Jay being Cutler, carried. Kyle Wharton. No, oh. but I'm talking about when they win their Super Bowls. Like Elway was terrible. It he was, was his all, last he's two years. He's already overrated. 
but he was terrible in those Super Bowls. Oh yeah, at at that point it was like he was still the leader, but like Terrell Davis was the man. Yeah, that, that was point. that was all the defenses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so apparently that's just a trend. Ronald, number three. Yeah, my number three is um, Tom Brady. Oh, okay. and uh, it's just something about like taking joke franchises to like contenders overnight and that's what he did and the bucks player said that uh the night before the super bowl brady was sending them all um like hey watch for this in the game this like at 12 a.m in the morning like right before the game like he was just so locked in like one of the greatest competitors of all time mm-hmm. my number three is the same as jordan i got peyton manning um Probably one of the most embarrassing Super Bowl losses ever, which hurt. But at the same time, he did deliver that franchise. The Super Bowl had a top two, I'd say the best on it, the best quarterback season ever in 2013. I'd say it is the best. Um, although I think Patrick Mahomes will break it eventually. Mm. Um, but he is, he's one of the most impactful because like, Tebow was never going to do anything with that team right and i know they had that playoff game against the pittsburgh steelers where they won but they needed a guy like peyton manning that to was come the and dumbest win ever i still can't believe <laughs> it's like that how did happened. that happen <laughs> uh, he, he just went on that run it was so weird one play in overtime <laughs> that was god right there I'm had to you. be uh number two jordan number two uh for me one player tied for two years you know where i'm going with yeah, this yeah i have the exact same <laughs> prime time Deion sanders yeah. 1994 with um san francisco 1995 with dallas greatest corner of all time 1994 goes from atlanta to san francisco and has in my opinion his best single season six picks three touchdowns over 300 return yards and a fumble recovery wins the super bowl mm-hmm. didn't really get along with jerry rice and company He's like, yeah, we won, but I'm going to go to your rival, Dallas. And in 95, sounds, signs with the Cowboys that year he has two picks. That was an all-time petty move, by the yeah. way. Yeah, all-time. Signs with literally the arch rival after yeah. they had just beaten them together in the NFC title and then won a Super Bowl together. Goes to Dallas, still dominates, and they win the Super Bowl. So he has back-to-back Super Bowls with different teams. Both those signings were huge at the time. Of course, he goes on, has a good uh, four more years with Dallas after that, but... You're yeah, telling man, me it's he not, was not his signing with Washington or Baltimore does it for you. Ah, no, that was pretty cool that he came out of retirement yeah. for, for the Baltimore run. That yeah. was cool. Number two, Ronald. My number two is a man who I think personally has the best name ever for a quarterback, best nickname ever, and that's the Sheriff Peyton Manning. And as we talked about earlier, they've had some pretty bad uh, quarterbacks in Denver. You go from Kyle Orton, Brady Quinn, Jay Cutler. <laughs> Tim Tebow, and you just get paid. Don't Manning. you dare disrespect Jay Cutler, okay? <laughs> that man is a legend. Ronald, I'm not going to lie. I almost forgot about Kyle Orton. <laughs> How yeah, could you forget we, about we're, Kyle We're 6-1 and one all the time against Jay Cutler. But um, <laughs> anyway, uh, took him to two Super Bowls, had probably the best season ever for a quarterback in 2013. And, yeah. I mean, how does he go that, you know, Obviously, that 2013 season where it was super amazing and then gets blown out in the Super Bowl. And the year where he's garbage, they win it. It was so weird. Oh, it, it was like a complete shift in two years. Like, mm-hmm. in 2013, it was all about the offense. 2015, it was all about the yeah, defense. People forget that Denver defense was not great at that point yet. It was just yeah. kind of average. Still little, kind of figuring it out. Yeah. Do you guys think the 2015 unit is the top 10 of all time? Defense? Yeah. Yeah. He They it, dragged the, the Broncos. I think, the, I think borderline, yeah. 
I think it's I think it, it, it might be like ten or nine, but I yeah. mean it's not the eighty five Bears, but like yeah. no no one is the eighty five Bears in terms of personnel. Yeah, for sure they were amazing and completely shut down that Carolina team. They have to do a Super Bowl shuffle and then I'll start respecting them a little bit more. Um, I I'm agreeing with Jordan here. My number two, Deion Sanders. Not much else to say, but I do have him there for both his Forty ers and Cowboys. Um, he's he's a he's a two spot. Uh, he, he covers two teams. Um, one of the greatest runs of uh, any athlete ever, you know, between those two teams. I love that he left the Falcons. That just makes me happy. And um, in terms of athleticism, if we we're talking about just athleticism for an athlete, he's a top 10 most athletic NFL player of all time. He was insane because, like, you know, obviously he's a great corner, but he was just as effective as a punt returner. Didn't uh, he get drafted by the Braves too? I think he did. I no, I think what it was is he got drafted by the Yankees and then signed with the Braves. I think he yeah, still it makes sense. Stay with Atlanta. The only yeah. player to play for like one city, but a couple teams. I think. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think anyone's ever done that. But Michael Jordan could never. He tried with the White Sox. <laughs> Didn't really work. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jordan, give me your number. Okay, we know who it is. Can we just all say it at once? It's like, yeah. I'm not even biased. Three, right. two, one. Drew, Drew Brees. Yeah. Yes. I mean, change the culture of the Saints forever. I, th- I think something that I was saying before the podcast is what's different between all of these other guys, Drew Brees was by far the least, I guess you could say slam dunk. Like, besides, I guess, Peyton Manning, who was not quite a slam dunk with his injury, but like Drew, uh, Tom Brady, Deion Sanders, Reggie White, those were all slam dunks. You knew they were going to improve the team. We had no idea with Drew Brees. He, he went to a Pro Bowl in 04, yeah, but they, I mean, they signed him for nothing. He paid for, he played for like pennies for a quarterback salary on this team. It was such a great move by Mickey Loomis. Yeah, that's back. actually a really, really good point. I didn't even think about that. It's kind of ironic in a way. Out of this list, at you know, he's number one, but he, like at the time of the signing, it wasn't nearly as big as these others. But mm-hmm. if we're talking about what ended up happening, you know, like how he affected the team, which is what I'm doing, like. He's by far number one, and like this is this is. I mean, he totally changed the culture. Mm-hmm. I mean, like absolutely. You, you see these kids, you know, that are, are in college saying, "I'd love to be drafted by the Saints because mm-hmm. they're a winning organization." Like, yep. do they not know we're like fifth worst winning percentage yeah. in the history of the NFL? I even wrote down a few like um, stats from like oh five to oh six, two thousand five, fourteen point seven points a game, three and thirteen, twenty three total touchdowns by the offense 2006 you go from 14 points to 25 points a game 10 and 6 in an nfc title appearance division um win go from 23 total touchdowns to 47 Mm -hmm. touchdowns by the offense ronald you're one of those kids i was talking about you only ever seen drew Brees. i saw a year of aaron brooks and it was miserable i don't know how (laughs) i stayed a saints fan um talk about drew Brees a little bit It, it really is weird like he is the only quarterback i've seen he was the first ever sports jersey I've ever owned, and it, it's crazy because your favorite athlete he, all time too, isn't it? Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. And when I even seen him like come out like when Taysom would like come in like for a few series, like even when Breeze wasn't hurt, like it still feel weird because like yeah. my whole life I just remember hearing uh, Blue Ninety Kill Kill like the whole time. And it's I, just, I remember when Luke McCown played a game against the Panthers and it was looked for the, that was like the first time since I think Chase Daniel started a game one, one time, but that wasn't due to injury. It was because we didn't care. We'd already locked up. That was 09. And, uh, it wasn't Chase Daniel. It was Brunel, huh? 
Yeah. Yeah, Brunel. But it, it looked so weird to see McCown in there because I'm like, who is this dude wearing number seven? Like, mm-hmm. what? <laughs> he did good that game, too. He, man, we, I, I still have not moved on from that. It's, it, it's been six years, and I've not moved on from that game. <laughs> Um, yeah, but I, I, I mean, just with the impact he made and like we were talking about, it wasn't a slam dunk, which makes it's like, you know, if you ask someone, let's say the two players have just a good a career in the NBA, one's a first round pick or one's a number one overall pick, one's a number 44 all, overall pick. Who was the better pick? It was the number 44 overall pick because where you took him, same kind of thing. Um, but I mean, he was just the most, imp- definitely the most impactful player of all time. Mm-hmm. Well, any final thoughts? Cause that's, that's all I got. We basically agreed on the top five, except for like one. We had a couple for each. Yeah, of, yeah like, we each had like one different one. I think. Did I? But I think I, I had one that each of y'all had. Yeah, but you had Curtis Martin, and he had a different Kurt one Warner. too. I think Kurt Warner. Yeah, yeah that's what so. it was. Mm. Good All list. Right. All right. Uh, well, I'll do it for de- for today. Uh, for Jordan Dove, for Ronald Riggs, for Nathan Long. This has been the Hodges Huddle. Who dat? We all get.